Hello. Welcome to Observe and Retort. We're back. You best believe it. With David Henry. And Luna Stjerneby. Can you believe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in this, in the, well, quote unquote, studio, which is David's yes. apartment. <laughs> it's a beautiful studio. I don't know what's... It's like. a beautiful sound. It's that crisp, crisp audio yeah. back in your ears. Mm. Mm, it's not the all of the duvets around us that the people can't see, but desperately trying to cut down on the echo. I walked in here and it looks so nice. Like there's this big bouquet of like this is very modern, like dried flowers and shit uh, on the table. I think it's called an eternity bouquet. Okay, bitch. Because it's flowers, but but they never die. I and need those in my life. Made of plastic. Mm. That's so smart. I know. I need it. But then, you know, we, we, we had to do the sound testing. And um, as always, it's like we're always surprised. Like, it's a little, uh, there's a lot of um, echo here. Like, can you, can you believe it? So we, of course, brought all the duvets and the pillows in again. And now it's, we're just sitting in this pillow for it. Almost. <laughs> it's really nice. It's nice. I like it. It's a great pillow fort. Yeah, yeah. So are you ready to do this properly? Again? I am so ready That's for good. week 35. We are a little worried that we may have chosen the same story. We don't know. I don't, I, we'll see what happens. We'll see. I think we'll it's see. okay I if we have okay picked too. the same story. Then we'll just get into it. Yeah. And you're totally fine with it, listeners, right? Like, you're, it's fine for you. You don't need, like, all the stories. It's much more fun when the stories are a surprise. Like, that the story's a surprise. Sure. If we were to make sure we didn't pick... The same story. We'd have to talk about it beforehand. But and then, that would ruin all the... You know what we could do? Yes. We could tell my boyfriend what our stories are. That sounds like a whole... It's like... not a whole thing. We just say, oh, these are, these are my uh, titles for this week. <laughs> Is it the same as Luna's? And he can be like, yes or no. It feels like we're playing some kind of game where... <laughs> okay. This, we'll think, think about it. Pretty normal. Let's think about it. It's you know, it's it's a thing they do it on my favorite murder. That's that's okay. smart, you know. So they know that they don't, don't pick the same thing. Well, uh, you can tell us, listeners, if you think this is a good idea, and if you would appreciate if we did this, and if you don't care, well, then we just keep doing this. I guess whatever works. Who want to go first today? That's definitely something that we agreed we'd talk about before the podcast every week. And we have not done that. No, we have not. Uh, I can go. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. This is week 35. Week 35. Yes. And I have an odd one this week as my main story. Ooh. Because it's arguably been the biggest story in Denmark this and last week. Oh, maybe I know. I would assume that you've heard about it. I would assume I have too. Because it's been on the front page of every newspaper in Denmark. Oh, I don't look at those. Okay, <laughs> Haven't been out. And we do have a lot of Danish listeners. Or we do? We have a lot of listeners in Denmark. Yeah, Danish, I don't know. A few. In Denmark, yes. So I assume that some of our listeners have heard of this already. But we also have a huge amount of listeners everywhere else. In the UK and, and in the US. And they should know a little bit about what's going on here. I'm pretty sure they haven't heard about this. Probably and it's not. fun. So. Is this your main story? Yeah. Okay. It's my main story. Okay, okay. Okay. The head of Danish military intelligence, Lars Finsen, was suspended 
last week. Uh-huh. Um, when it was revealed that the agency had broken laws and misled the intelligence watchdog. This is a fun one for a few reasons. It's also a little bit of a complex one. So I know that you know a little bit more about the story, but we're assuming that our audience mostly have never heard of Lars Finsen or the mm-hmm. Danish military intelligence unit or anything. So any questions, sure. just clarify, throw yeah. them out. Well, I'm not deeply in this yeah. particular subject uh, and the news, but I did... I did hear, I did see like uh, this Danish comedian uh, who has Schuttminister, so I think he's called Michael Schutt or something. I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Danish comedians. Anyway, he uh, he has this awesome thing called Schuttminister and he talked about this. So that's where I heard about it from okay. because Jens was watching that and I was watching over his shoulder. So yeah, I would love to hear more. So you have the equivalent of... Half hearing John Oliver talk about the issue. <laughs> I never half hear John Oliver. I always whole hear John Oliver. That's how it is. <laughs> half hearing Danish John Oliver talk about it. Perfect. That's true. So, this is what the... Uh, I'll try and explain this as much as possible. So, FE is the equivalent of MI6 if you're British. The equivalent of the CIA if you're American. They are the intelligence agency that is only allowed to work outside of the borders of Denmark. They're the foreign intelligence service. Mm. So not allowed to, just like the CIA isn't allowed to work in in the US or MI6 is not allowed to work in the UK Mm -hmm. because there's others and they separate those intelligence agencies in order uh, to not just have spies running around free reign willy-nilly <laughs> free reign spies. on their own <laughs> citizens so fe was accused of illegal data collection including on danish citizens which if you're british or american you might be going at this stage so what mm. the nsa does that all the time and i'm pretty sure mi6 does as well yeah They were also accused of not following up on signs of espionage within the Ministry of Defense. So they had good reason to suspect that the Danish army and the Ministry of Defense had spies in it. And they went, nah, don't don't really feel like looking into that today. Oh my God. Let's just see what happens next week. Uh... And the bit that I really do appreciate, spying on their own oversight boards... So the very body that is charged with making sure they're not breaking the rules, Effie looked into members of their own watchdog to go, let's see if we can find some dirt on the people who watch over us. (laughs) Now, those are obviously three things that they shouldn't be doing. Uh. But it does somehow even get a little bit more complex than that. So Lars Finsen is the one who was suspended this week. Right. And he used to be, back in 2015, he was the head of department at the Ministry of Defense. Mm-hmm. So the that is the highest civil servant at the Ministry of Defense, the non-political leader of the MOD. In 2015, he was demoted. Mm-hmm. And his junior, who is the head of this foreign intelligence service, Thomas Arenkiel, Mm-hmm. probably saying his name wrong but you know we butchered the uh the belarusian names we can also butcher some danish ones do it we deserve it <laughs> um, 
So Lars Finsen was the head of the MOD and he was removed from that position. What is the MOD? The Ministry of Defense. Okay. And the head of the Foreign Intelligence Service reported to him. At the time, the then head of the Foreign Intelligence Service was promoted into his role. Uh-huh. <laughs> then, I know this is getting weirdly confusing, the just fired as head of the MOD was hired yeah. as his own junior. So they swapped roles. Right. Which is very confusing. Why? Uh, yeah. But was that because they were exposed and what the shit they've been doing? No, this was back in 2015. Okay. So at the time, no one knew what happened. Okay. Uh, so Lars Finson was demoted. Arankiel was promoted into his position. Uh-huh. So they swapped roles. Now that this scandal has come out, a lot of the details are actually from the pre-2015 time. Mm-hmm. So it was when Arankiel was actually the head of the Foreign Intelligence Service. Okay. Are you following me so far? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt our listeners are. Um, Two guys, sure. very senior. There are some weird questions. <laughs> <laughs> On top of this, uh-huh. Thomas Arankiel previously had a fraud case against him. Shocking. Because he'd personally overseen his then-girlfriend's, now-wife's, salary increase. Right, that's, So yeah. he previously had a bit of a corruption case. <laughs> Just a tiny one. Which he successfully survived because he'd <laughs> warned the minister in advance, mm. by the way, I'm about to pay my own... <laughs> girlfriend also i'm very white and privileged yes so as long as it was approved in advance Uh, this weird nepotism then it was allowed that's fucked up yeah so both of these guys Mm -hmm. uh they had this weird switch over in 2015 Mm -hmm. they've now both been at different times but they've both been part of the system that has collected data they should not have collected on Danish citizens that didn't follow up on spies spying in the Ministry of Defense and that spied against their own oversight boards. What has happened since then uh-huh. is Thomas, who was the one who was promoted, not demoted. Right. Tomorrow, on the 1st of September, he's starting his new job. Because a few months ago it was announced he's going to go become ambassador to Berlin. Oh, mm, that's so sad for me. So, <laughs> what a sad little job. Oh, fuck him. So tomorrow he's Ugh. starting as ambassador to, to Germany from Denmark. Uh, there's now a whole bunch of questions about his entire period in both the Foreign Intelligence Service yeah. and the Ministry of Defense. Yeah. And he's he's starting tomorrow in, in Berlin. So that seems the other one, Lars Finsen, has been suspended along with two of his most senior colleagues. And what does that mean then? Do we even know yet? We have no idea. We have no idea what's going to happen to Probably a slap on the Arankiel. wrist and then he's going to like get also like some fancy job in Berlin or something like this. Like No clue what's There are so many questions about who knew what, who which politicians knew what was happening, which civil servants knew yeah, what was happening. I want all of that shit out there. And to the people in the UK and US in particular, or in a lot of other parts in the world who are going, I mean, this is what spies do. 
They are obviously, we all know that MI5 and MI6 and the NSA and GCHQ are breaking the rules. That's just what they do. In Denmark, it is different. Maybe not for you personally. (laughs) Okay, so I'm sat across the table from a critical feminist, (laughs) leftist. What? Where? Who no doubt has... Strong feelings, but this is about your area. Trusting the police. Oh yeah. <laughs> However, my dear co-host here is not necessarily an accurate representation of the average Dane's opinion. The police are so highly trusted in Denmark, above basically any yeah. other organization. Yeah, it's annoying. It's nowhere near the same as it is in the UK or US. It's no. just not the same ballpark. The police here are a generally seen as a transparent, positive aspect of society. <sighs> there are valid criticisms to make of that, but that's the general perception. Denmark as a whole, as a country, is ranked number one in Transparency International's Corruption Perception Index. Are we? Denmark is, as officially as can be, the <laughs> least corrupt country in the world. <laughs> oh, bitch. Maybe we're just really good at hiding it. Oh, you've—I mean, it's the corruption perception index, so it could just be that you've uh, got real great marketing. <laughs> well, we do great at that. Great, but it's a big. Uh, that's why this is so much more of a scandal. Even though this would be scandalous anywhere, in Denmark in particular, mm-hmm. this is painful. I and- actually wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people were like, "Well, I guess the, I, I bet they had their." reasons to do so mm. because i do think a lot of people do blindly kind of trust in the like in the police and these kind of agencies definitely and i mean that i cannot emphasize enough that the danish police are definitely not the same thing as american police arguably as british police it's just not the same. Ballpark. Still have racist police. Sure. You know? Yeah. That's the but yeah. the level is so different yeah. to as it's so we it's don't get murdered in the streets. You yeah. Know? That's the concept that both an average American cop and a Danish cop are Ooh. are have yeah. given the same yeah. job title. Yeah. Is fucking hilarious. Yeah, also because the training is completely. I mean, different. you have training in Denmark. Yeah, it that's... takes what <laughs> three years to become a police officer? Like yeah. that's it's like a Crazy. real education, I guess, yeah. If you compare that to, uh, you know... What, six weeks in America or something? It depends on where, but like rural bumfuck nowhere village, yeah. right? <laughs> in America. It's not the same game. No, that's true. What's also fun about it is that Lars Finson had had this whole... So the one who's been suspended had been the first head of FE to really lean into transparency. They'd been... The same way in the UK that um, there's a movement for, you know, MI6 basically never speak and MI5 basically never speak as well. Mm. And they've gently started to be a little bit more transparent. Okay. So Lars Finsen had done an interview with Euroman, which is like the Danish equivalent of GQ or Esquire or or the Playboy articles, but not the Playboy pictures. (laughs) Um, So he'd done this whole thing of like, oh, we're being super transparent. We're 
it's this is a new foreign intelligence service. Let's yeah. actually talk to our oh, and let's also sure spy on do. our own citizens, and that's totally cool, right? Because because I'm talking to GQ, and maybe I'll take a nice picture with a cool suit on, and then we can all imagine that I'm... I wish you could all see David right now. He's really <laughs> posing for this. Of course, I'm posing. Look. So it's a it's a it's. It's fun in a few ways. It's nice to have a scandal in Denmark that's so comparable to, you know, the country of my birth. Yep. It's nice to have a similar uh, little feeling. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting to see how that level of trust will change. This also, i almost entirely forgotten this. Yeah. Like six months ago, the head of PET, which is the domestic... Uh, so that in Denmark, you have PET and FE. FE are the foreign intelligence service. Mm-hmm. PET are the domestic ones. Mm-hmm. So for the Brits, that's MI5 are the domestic ones. MI6 is the James Bond shit being <laughs> around the world, but not working in the UK unless yeah. it's Skyfall. And then, you know, it's an exception. <laughs> the head of former head of PET was arrested and charged with breaking confidentiality rules. In this case? No, this is this oh. is a while ago. Okay. He published a book about his own experience. What's his name? Jakob Schaff. Okay. God, you know so much more about Denmark than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to know. People annoy me, so I don't want and yeah, I should know more about it. So like That's there's a there's a they're all on the same team, right? Uh-huh. They all work together. But just as there's a small rivalry between, maybe less than small, there's a bit of a rivalry between the FBI and the CIA or between MI5 and MI6. Mm-hmm. Or these different departments that serve similar roles, but not the same. Yeah. There's somewhat of, you know, disagreement over who does it best and mm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. PET had a sort of scandal a few months ago. A very different kind of scandal. Okay. But where the former head published a book where he spoke about his experience in PET. Okay. And he was arrested and charged with 28 counts of breaking confidentiality rules. Because of the book? And sentenced to four months in prison. How did I not know this? (laughs) Oh my God. What is that? Okay. Okay. Then there was an appeal and 27 of those 28 counts were struck off and like, no, that's not fair. Uh, and the one count that was upheld, he was given a fine instead. Uh, Which there's kind of a lot of layers to that as well about did PET overreact? Does he have people who don't like him, who like mm-hmm. had a politically, was it a politically based prosecution? Mm-hmm. Was it's embarrassing to charge someone with 28 counts of breaking confidentiality and then have 27 of them in the appeals court found out, no, that's not the case. Mm. Like the whole thing is just kind of embarrassing for everyone involved. (laughs) And I imagine at the time, people in FE were like, oh, look at us. (laughs) Look at those fuckers in (laughs) PET. They're all messing up. Smug assholes. (laughs) Probably, yeah. And now they have a way bigger scandal that's way worse. (laughs) Just... Nothing embarrassing for compete in all that, of you know yeah it's the embarrassment olympics yay for 
Denmark spies. But you know what? It's kind of yummy. I yeah. gotta say, because we're so, ooh, we're so good and innocent in Denmark. No, no, <laughs> we just don't know. So I kind of love that this is getting exposed. Fuck these people. <laughs> Luna out. Oh. <laughs> uh. Anyway, anyway, was that the, that's that's my that's okay, my whole, that was good. Yeah, that's the, I learned uh, so much about my own country. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I often think about that I should, you know, read more, hear more about. Like, I never listen to Danish podcasts and everything. I'm not really that interested in what's going on here. Also, when then I actually read about it and I get into it, then I get so fucking pissed about all the assholes and they're too close to me. It's so much easier to just focus on all the assholes that are like across the sea. I don't, I don't know. It's stupid. I should, I should, you know. I used to, this is such a weird segue, but I used to have a huge interest in Australian and Canadian politics. Okay. Back when, this is really niche references, <laughs> apart from for our few Australian <laughs> listeners. Maybe we'll get some Canadian listeners after this. Ooh. But when Tony Abbott and Stephen Harper, Tony Abbott was the Prime Minister of Australia, okay, Stephen Harper was the Prime Minister of Canada. Uh-huh, okay. And these two are oh, just pillars of masculinity. These <laughs> wonders. Tony Abbott was often <laughs> often photographed wearing a budgie smuggler, just speedos. Oh, he, he would come like out the- of the sea looking like... Uh, Daniel Craig in James Bond stepping out of the sea like oh look at me Is I'm just Australian a hunk of the Australian okay less beach shots in in Canada <laughs> sure <laughs> anyway I was super interested when they were in charge because they were horrible they are these right wing psychopaths who would come out with such consistent nonsense uh-huh. and the politics was similar enough to the UK that it was kind of funny. Like they have a parliament, they have a prime minister, their head of state is the queen. I could go, this is this weird Alice in Wonderland through the looking glass version. Yeah. Where these obvious dicks come out with shit Uh that makes you go, how? This is so stupid, it's funny. Yeah. And then Brexit happened. Mm, and, and everything else that's happened yeah. in the previous Nothing's five funny years. <laughs> and in both cases, they got, I'm not going to say great, but better than Tony Abbott and Stephen Harper, sure. at least in, it might be exactly the same policies, but their prime minister said less dumb shit after that point. So it was much less entertaining <laughs> for me personally. And my country just blew them all out of the water in terms of stupid actions. Yeah. So I get it. I understand why you're only looking at places outside of Denmark. Yeah. Because I used to do that until my own country was so much worse that I could no longer laugh at those. Yeah. But I do feel like that for a while, like I, I just get pissed off when I read also because the, I feel like the media is really biased. Well, it is everywhere, you know, and it's just like, I don't feel like there's enough like different big media outlets we have Tivito and like DR and and like they fucking control everything and it's annoying they're fucking like it's just like the narrative and the we're so far behind and um and we're so sure of ourselves and we just feel like we have everything fucking figured out 
and we say so much stupid shit and then you read the comments to that shit and you're like oh my god <laughs> we're all gonna die and just i just oh my oh i get so tired i just get so tired but um i get it yeah i also in the other direction having like i moved to scandinavia Six years ago. I first moved to Sweden and then moved to Denmark. Where did you live in Sweden? Lund. Shithole. Okay. Don't go. Um, <laughs> they have a nice university, right? I went for the university and it was really quite terrible. I've, I'm, okay. I'm they have a nice gender research department. But maybe. I believe <laughs> that the university as a whole is very good. Uh-huh. I went to the Middle Eastern Studies Department. Uh-huh. And it was a hot fucking mess. Oh, no. It was terrible in every way. Oh. And maybe at some other point we can talk more about why okay. it was terrible. But <laughs> yeah, sure. Tune in gonna... to another episode. <laughs> that's, that's, that episode will just be David rants about shit no one else cares about <laughs> for two and a half hours. So... Well, this podcast could also be called that. <laughs> that so. Okay. okay. Oh, Thank snap. you very much. No, I care very much. This was very interesting. <laughs> just give me shit. But I think uh, we could, that could be a bonus, yeah. bonus thing. Maybe, you know, if we ever get a Patreon and have people, then we'll, <laughs> we'll say, if you give us five pounds a month, we'll give you weird rants you didn't want. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> who wouldn't want to tune into that shit? Who wouldn't want that? Yeah. I mean. We'll do live streams of just be a big hit. screaming at trees. Everybody's going to be like, oh my God, that's what she looks like. What's, what's with the facial expressions? Like, I can... I can close my eyes and I can still see what the fuck she's doing with her face. It's uh, it's quite yeah. something to behold. <laughs> it is. I've heard. <laughs> no, I think it's good as a podcast. Let's uh, let's stick to that for now. Yeah. The podcast. Yeah, yeah. I have one more weird segue. Just since we started this podcast, yeah. I also found my relationship to news has changed. Mm-hmm. In the the bigger stories, if you ask me what the big story of the week, like the genuinely big story, yeah. I have no fucking clue. No. Yeah. I can't tell you what has actually happened in the world yeah. this week, but I can tell you something weird has happened <laughs> yeah. in Thailand. Yeah, yeah. And now I have a peculiar amount of detail about it. It's so fun. Yeah, I feel the same. But it's kind of nice, don't you think? It's kind of fun. Yeah. I always have small talk options. Which is like, great. I can tell you, did you know a man went missing in the UK for 20 years and just turned up? And I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't choose to talk about the that one on the podcast, but now I can just talk about it on a train. Also because we look at so many different stories and then we pick, you know, so yeah, we do know a bunch of different things. It's nice yeah. because usually I just, you know, I've been small talking about murder for a while and now I also have news so I can like, I have different when Bottom I get uncomfortable or weird and I feel like I have to carry the conversation because I do tend to do that. I'm like, oh, what do I have on my sleeve? Oh, like crazy, psycho, sex, crazy monkeys, you know? That's... Yeah. Who doesn't love that shit? With penises, according to most of your weekly what the fucks. <laughs> I do gravitate to a lot of penis stories, don't I? I don't... I'm I don't glad have... you put stories in there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I don't have any penis for you this week. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about Neither it. Neither do I. I don't or have do any I? penis for you this week. No, no penis. Okay. It's a little sadder. Let's see about next week. 
Well, I mean, we're recording next because we were late. We're recording next week's episode. We have two episodes in an hour. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if penis slips into one of them. It probably will, but that will be unrelated to the story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. Should I hit us with your big one? Okay, mine is not this. <laughs> mine is not that long this week. Okay. Uh huh. So I'm gonna, yeah. Just How many it. penis euphemisms can we fit into the space of 20 seconds? <laughs> Just fit them all in. Um, actually, I used to do... No, don't. <laughs> Let's just get into the story, David. Damn it. Okay. Okay. Hit this us. Is, uh, you probably have heard, I imagine. Maybe. Perhaps. I don't know. You're saying maybe like I should, I should not. Maybe start talking should, about yeah. it instead of asking you. Okay. So, the title is quote-unquote, dead woman found to be breathing at Detroit Funeral Home. You motherfucker. Did you fucking take this? This is my weekly what the I fuck. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Okay, bitch. Well, here we go. Okay. So, you can, you can, you can like... Hit me. Yeah. If you have more details, then just, you know, t- um, what do you say? Not tune in. Chive in, Ch- jump in. Yes, all the Ch- Also, it's not chive in. It's definitely chime in. Yeah, I was but like, if I'd committed thing, to that. David is saying it and he's English, so yeah. I guess I'm not going to like yeah. question that. I should commit more <laughs> to the dumb shit I say. Right? Yeah. I mean, you can please sell me anything. Tell me more okay. about this, uh, this innocent woman. Sure. So this was in the Peterborough Examiner? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> I read about it in the Associated Press, so I'm going to take a wild guess and say that probably the Peterborough Examiner got it from the Associated Press, because it didn't happen in Peterborough. So I don't know. I I love that you managed to find the article. It was what was on Reddit. In in some small town's newspaper... That's nowhere like near the those. place. I like those. You find. I like them. But then we have different narratives, narratives maybe. So that's great. That's great news. Okay. Oh, my God. Hit our listeners with okay. the story. So the thing is that um, I don't know what day this had been. Last week. Well, this week, technically, for week 35. But for where we are now, last week. Anyway, young woman was declared dead. In her suburban Detroit home. Um, and uh, she opened her eyes at the funeral home as she was about to be embalmed. Which is fucking insane to me. Like, could you imagine? What? Well, I mean, being declared dead and then you're just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. Anyway, so what <laughs> happened was the, a medical crew was called to a, to a home where this 20-year-old woman had been unresponsive. And they tried reviving her for like 30 minutes. And um, they consulted with this doctor, I guess, on the phone. Uh, And um, the doctor then, quote unquote, pronounced the patient deceased based upon medical information provided from the scene. So they're like, oh, sounds like she dead. You know, (laughs) sounds pretty dead. It's horrible. And then, so they discovered that she was still alive more than an hour later that she had been declared dead uh, at this funeral home. So the staff confirmed that she was breathing, and then they called an emergency medical crew. Uh, 
And the family of uh, the woman uh, hired a lawyer, and he identified the woman as Tamisha. Do you say Bo- Beauchamp? Beauchamp. Beauchamp. I'm, Beauchamp. Yeah, I've got no idea. Mm. Uh, and they were all also so. But like they were literally I mean, about to embalm her. Like yeah. they were literally yeah. about to drain her fucking blood. And then like they unzipped the body bag and this woman is just like st- like staring. She just uh, opened her eyes. She That's opened fucking, her fucking eyes. Yeah. Oh that I shit my pants. That embalmer is never, never <laughs> gonna be willing to just go, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like they will like, never again check. accept. They They're will check gonna, every single yeah. time. Oh my god! And we're like, unless that fucker's cold. Uh huh. I mean, completely cold. Uh huh. Not touching him. Just like touching the pulse for like twenty minutes. Uh, okay, okay. I feel like the person's dead. Okay. Uh, I don't know, but what happened? What has happened afterwards? If she died, have you heard anything about this? Or? No, I think she's she's alive. I just know that she was in critical condition Monday night, so that must have been a week ago today. Okay, I think I, so. it's from the thing that I saw. It sounded like she was alive, but maybe I was okay. mistaken. There is now an internal investigation going on to yeah. figure out like what the fuck. But uh, the fire and police department they very much insist that they totally follow the protocol and uh, procedures, and it, they're totally doing it right. So, see, here's the thing. I've worked in yes the U.S. in the emergency medical world. Uh huh. I worked for an ambulance company in the, the U.S. Inside deets, and I can say that the okay earlier in this episode, I said comparing the job of a cop uh-huh. in the U.S. Yeah. to a job of a cop in Denmark is completely different. They are trained in completely different ways. They act in completely different ways. It's basically not the same thing. Okay. That's not quite as extreme for emergency medical personnel. Yeah. But it's still pretty bad for comparison. An EMT, the like basic level to be in an ambulance. Yeah. I'm trained as an EMT. Yeah. I was in the US for eight months. I did two evenings a week of classes... For six weeks. Is Was that all? That was it. To be an ambulance oh staff member. Oh my God. That's the level. Two times a week for, for six weeks. comparison, when I was a kid, I was a first aid instructor. Like I taught other people how to do first aid. Uh-huh. And I got more training for that than I did to be an actual EMT in an ambulance oh servicing God. people. This is fucked <laughs> I, you know what? I want to say I'm surprised. I am surprised. But then, you know, you hear it and you're like, but you know what? Of course, that's the fucking case in the US. Yeah. Dude. Now it says here, it says paramedics. It says no. paramedic in the article, it says paramedics tried to revive the woman for 30 minutes mm-hmm. and consulted an emergency room doctor. And paramedics in the US are a higher level than EMTs. Uh-huh. That's, you have to have worked for quite a long time. You have to have. Okay. It's still not the same as being called a paramedic in Denmark. Okay. It's, you know, it's it's a lower level. Right. That to be a paramedic in the UK or in Denmark is 
is a much higher level of training. Everything and is these, a fucking discount version yeah. in the US. These mistakes happen all over the place. They they do like sure. people make medical mistakes well, every human, day. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of just have to go as long as they're saving more than they're harming, mm-hmm. then it's still overall a good. Yeah. But knowing how much this woman would have got sent a bill for afterwards, that's the other thing, right? You literally get billed for emergency healthcare. Yeah. So she'll be sent in like 28 days. Mm -hmm. She's going to get sent a bill to her that says, hey, we helped you and we took a picture of your driving license while you were, you know, not breathing so that we could send your family a bill afterwards. I fucking hate it so much. It's, uh, it's This makes crazy. me so mad. I cannot imagine living in the US and you literally, you have to get an ambulance ride to the hospital. Or like people take Ubers. Of course they do. Because it's cheaper. Like what kind of system is this? Oh my God, Because please. it's cheaper and your Uber driver might have more medical training. Well, obviously. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, if he's sure. a doctor who's come over and then couldn't get a job as a doctor, there's every chance that your Uber that driver... That's a very good point. That's <laughs> a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. I know that uh, a bunch of our listeners in the US are people who I worked with. It's going to be very funny to hear. <laughs> so, for any of my dear colleagues in the US... Uh, Love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you guys work really hard and... Uh, you desperately need more support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not the workers' fault. I am fault, sending it's the you system. all the love. Yeah, and uh, particularly the ones who I know in billing, keep sending them. You do your best. <laughs> oh I'm going to get so many pissed messages on LinkedIn. Being how like, dare you, you motherfucker! <laughs> like, they love me. It's fine. It's fine. Also, you know, it's it's fair. It's not like. You know, it's the system that says, oh, well, then you got you get that low of a fucking, what's it called? Like, you don't get that much training. And, like, yeah. it's not their fault. Like, they would fucking take it if they, if that was and what Some of them was required, are, are you know? truly amazing. Sure. But also, all of, all of the medical staff know colleagues who don't match up to the standard. Yeah. And there are people in my EMT class. Like I went to, that's the other thing. I went to an EMT class that was more professional and had more, like I carefully chose one. There's other ones that just rush you through. So there are definitely worse quality EMTs than. It's horrible. Which is is crazy. (sighs) They're not doing great. The US, they're not doing great. And the (sighs) interesting thing when you live there for a while, is like some people are aggressively aware of that i'm pretty yeah. sure that everyone who's listening to this but like my they friends know. who are still there <laughs> they're like ah oh, you motherfucker we taught you all this shit about how <laughs> fucked up it is so ungrateful <laughs> like, <laughs> but there's so many more that just have no concept of it sure if when they don't was, have anything to compare to you know that's yeah. and they're so convinced that america is the greatest country in the world that they can't comprehend when you introduce new information yeah i had a a colleague who, when I said, you know, I was going back to Denmark and I was happy to be going back to Denmark. Yeah. He genuinely just went, what? But, <laughs> but isn't the US like so much better? The greatest country in the world. 
He's not a Trump fan. He's not a a. He was not like an arrogant. Uh, he's not your con- in in your head. You're currently picturing like a MAGA hat and a fuck you. The army's the yeah. best ever. Or That's more not like him. A Chad, I would say not a Chad at all. Okay. We're not talking about a jock. We're talking about an intelligent, lovely, considerate, reflective person. Okay. Who'd simply yeah. never comprehended that maybe other places do certain things better. But also if that's all you've been fed for your entire life, that like, because that is the narrative of the US. That's what everybody learns. Yeah. Well, you've stolen my weekly what the fuck. Well, I told you. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm pretty angry. Yeah. Um, but you don't. But you don't want to have a system. So fuck me, right? Like, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm happens. glad we don't have a system. That you was are? it. Was entertaining that we I'm both knew more about surprised it. Surprised because you're so much more structured and like more proper than I am. And so, you're teaching me that I need to be a little bit more loose. But not on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but sure, sure. Maybe we'll have a system. It's just that we're promising people something, and if we have the same fucking stories, you know, then the I, product is like. Mm. You know, I don't know. It's not as good as it could be. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. They're getting a double episode this week anyway, because they're getting the, you know. Are we just going to go for it and like... The- no, we're going we're gonna to stop. Okay. We'll upload this one and then we'll jump straight into week 36. Also, could you imagine the title if this was a double episode? Oh, that's not oh, even... Oh my God, it would be so long. <laughs> So well, to like, round it off, yeah. well, hit us with your, with your weekly what the fuck. What are you? Yeah. Oh, it's about, oh I, I thought I you were one. like, we're ending the episode. I'm like, no, bitch, I have oh, one. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> so we're go- getting into the weekly what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, Jens requested it. He was really sad it wasn't there last uh, week. <laughs> yeah. This is for you, baby. Okay. <laughs> I have on that. So I'm currently planning... We talked before that I had an idea of a podcast before we spoke. Yeah. And that was completely different. It's like an educational podcast. Uh, very, very different vibe. And you couldn't do that with me. <laughs> let's, that was not the... Not, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've been having some thoughts and writing some things down about planning it. And I spoke to my cousin, who is a music producer, Ooh. about getting some... And maybe intro music, maybe outro music, that kind of stuff. I think we've got a really good, like, for I us? really like, no, for this, for the, the next one. one. Okay. I really like our, our intro music. Yeah, I, I feel it. like it's really solid. Yeah, it's I good. don't think we need to upgrade. But I was thinking we could make some stingers. We could make some buttons that say <laughs> weekly what the fuck. Yeah, I think that would be great. Or like our little, we've, we've got this little news stinger, but it's just... We're never going to press that no. to introduce a story. <laughs> it's, not gonna it's just not going to happen. <laughs> but we should. So, we should spend a little time. So maybe on I'll, that. I'll. He's already doing some work for me on okay. the okay. next podcast's yeah. intro and outro. So are you going to do that with him, or who are you going to do that with? It's it's not a discussion podcast. It's uh, it's uh, oh, it's just you. Uh, philosophize this or history of Rome. I fucking love philosophize this. Philosophize this is so. It's good. the best. We listen to it every day. Well, we listen to it. As a, like a sleep podcast, because it's yeah. very soothing. And uh, Stephen West is amazing. Stephen, yeah. you're so good at what you do. Listen to Philosophize This and get smarter. 
yeah. learn a bunch of shit about a lot of philosophers and theories and everything. It's wonderful. He's very, very good at what he does. And if you want to hear philosophize this, but specifically focused on security threats and why we understand the dangerous world around us the way we do, yeah, then wait like a, a month or two or something and Ooh. there'll be a podcast for you. Well, I yeah. think it's a great idea. Also, you have all the equipment now. It would be silly to not milk that shit. And yeah. uh, that's so and awesome. I have, you know, the whole master's degree in security risk management that I'm not fucking using yeah, right now. Yeah. So if you need some stingers for that, but you want it to be obviously my voice because it's very mm. soothing for people. Yes. Then uh, you just, you just we'll call see. me. Okay. Because <laughs> I bet it will fit perfectly with the vibe that you're going for. Exactly. Yeah. I imagine it will. You're welcome. Okay. So the weekly what the fuck? We've for- gone big on the segue. It's just into <laughs> the weird diversions into nothing this week. But I think that it works. I love that. I'm, I'm ready to hear the... Yeah. This is really... Oh, a I thought one. you were going to do the... Like, but I sound. just did it. Oh, sorry. We don't get it twice? It's only allowed once an no, episode? No, you get one a week. Okay. Because, you know, it's very precious. Mm. should not be taken advantage of it's uh it's the thing that you look forward to but then you cherish it and then it's you know it's it's fleeting (laughs) anyway jesus all this shit you can talk anyway so (laughs) did you know Mm. that there are teens on tiktok that are pretending to be holocaust victims in heaven david looks very tired he is Face palming. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. I I saw this story as well, and I went, I just, I can't do it. No. I can't no. do it. I can't well, talk I about that. Well, I did it, bitch. You don't have to. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> These motherfuckers. It's teenagers mm. who are, you know, putting makeup on their faces, on their bodies, so they look like they have burns, like sunken cheeks and dark circles under their eyes. And in the videos, they explain how they died. Like what? Like what is happening? And oh my God, so a lot of them, so this is a trend, I guess, in in this kind of video making circles, they use a Bruno Mars song called Locked Out of Heaven. As a soundtrack, because that's very tasteful mm, also. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. And some of the teens say that they do it to educate others and that they don't like people who do it for fame. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you feel about that? I mean, at least they're not pretending to be gods. To be gods? Gods, like Nazi gods. Oh. The Nazi soldiers oh, guarding guards. the... <laughs> Like, not gods. Like, that's, that's Nazi worse. gods would be definitely worse. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, you know. But, oh uh, my God. It's pretty, it's obvious, it's horrible. It's horrible. I. It's so tone deaf. It's so insensitive. And I don't know. It's kids that obviously wasn't there for what, like, but it's, but I just. <sighs> the one thing. I did think about this before, like when I saw the story and I briefly considered bringing it and I was like, I just, I can't do it was the other thing I couldn't bring myself to do was download TikTok and actually look into these. Oh, and... I didn't even want to look at them. I was like, you know what? I don't want to see the videos because I'm just going to be so. 
So, what I'm about to say completely comes from a position of ignorance. However, I'm just going to talk about it anyway. Yes, that's what we do here. (laughs) A lot of the time with these kind of so-called the big new internet trend, it's it's like three people and then some fucking journalist at the Daily Mail is like, oh, I can write a really great story about this. So they blow it up. The whole Tide Pods thing was no one was eating Tide Pods until hundreds of journalists were like, oh, my God, teens are eating Tide Pods. And then some teens followed. But at the time, it was a couple of jokes on like Internet forums that wasn't actually happening. And it was created the same with razor blades or drugs in halloween candy that kind of stuff yeah that like, was never really a thing it's jesus christ if someone's giving out free drugs let us know where don't yeah. complain about yeah. it and they're not gonna waste it on stupid kids like what no yeah. so because i haven't looked in i have no idea this could be genuinely a trend or this could be there are three dickheads mm. and now we're acting as if teens are doing loads of stuff that's true honestly i can't say for sure how many we're talking about but i did see that there were like a bunch of videos i don't know i don't know how big it is but it's apparently big enough that now people also make like pretending to be 9-11 victims yes bitch this is happening (laughs) it's so ah ah I mean, yeah, when I was a teenager, I was dumb as fuck too. But like, this is just. A lot of our uh, teenage shit was not shared. That's, I'm that's so gotta be said. Hap- oh my God. If Did I, you have Bebo in Denmark? Justin Bieber? Bebo. <laughs> Bebo. Bebo was pre-Facebook. That was Ato for us. We had Ato, which was, you know, when we were kids, that was like the first Danish yeah. youth social media platform. We had remember. profiles, like kind of myspace but like really yeah. shit. Yeah. I can't remember if Bebo came after or before MySpace. I think I had them both at the same time. But I wrote a lot of dumb shit on Bebo. Oh my god. And I'm incredibly lucky yeah. that the company collapsed same. and deleted everything. And yeah. while, you know, I'd love to look back on my idiot 14-year-old self, mm. I'm also very glad that no one else can search my name yeah. and look back on my idiot 14-year-old yeah. self. Yeah, for sure. I think about that often. There should be some amount of allowance to, you know, let idiots be idiots at at an age where... And let them get smarter. It's the correct thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Just let them learn, hopefully. That's all Also, a lot of people have been pretending to be 9-11 victims for a long time. Like the former head of the 9-11 Victims Association, who, it turned out, was a complete fraud and was (gasps) never there. Gasp! And she was like 46. So maybe it's not just teens. Maybe you should put them all in a fucking box and throw it in the sea. Oh my God. Yeah. Karen, no. (laughs) Damn. That's fucked up. Yeah. That is fucked up. It is. But I will say also when we're talking about the social media thing and also being teenagers that are stupid, I sometimes, you know, how Facebook is so, so wonderfully kind to remind you of shit you said, like, this day, 10 years ago. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And I'm, like, deleting it so fast because looking back at my shit is so cringy. And I 
honestly, I'm going to delete Facebook at some point. I hate that they provide services that I am pretty, uh, Ad- not addicted what do you say like i like that i have to rely on for di- different shit like i like the marketplace thing and i like the messenger thing and but i just don't want facebook anymore fuck facebook i don't want it i love facebook's on this day the memories thing where it tells you the dumb shit you said 10 years ago for a couple of reasons okay because it reminds me it keeps you grounded yeah it yeah. reminds me of how fucking dumb i was yes which is always important it is it is it's just it also, not comfortable <laughs> yeah, no it's thing. definitely not comfortable but it's not supposed to be comfortable completely i was a horrible person and for anyone who knew me at the time i would like to sincerely apologize oh same same um, Sorry. <laughs> in so many ways but also when you see uh the internet mobs and people getting very angry about certain jokes on the internet or stuff like that mm. seeing facebook on this day reminds me that in a different time, mm-hmm. I would be yeah. the one You'd who was getting mobbed. Yeah. I would absolutely be cancelled. Yeah. And justifiably. Yeah. Half the shit I said oh, was horrible. Too. Yeah, totally. I was so dumb. Like, I was just ignorant. Yeah. So it reminds me to have a higher level of compassion for people who do horrible shit. Yes. But... That doesn't mean I let it go. No. Sorry, I'm going to let but you finish. I... <laughs> I'm a, I'm more patient with them than I otherwise would be if sure. I was able to forget how much I said misogynistic and racist bullshit. Yeah. As a, you know, yeah. 14 year old. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that now we're getting smarter um, as like society slowly, slowly. Uh, and what I like, I also have, room for people to fuck up and like say stupid shit but what i want to see then is the paying attention and then like taking responsibility for what you've said and done yeah i think that's the important thing and then we can move on and then you like we try and do better because like i say stupid shit i'm probably gonna apologize for some some ignorant stuff i'm gonna say on this podcast uh that i haven't thought fully through because you know let's be honest uh but i think it's just important to be able to uh apologize and understand why it's problematic and then apply that as you go on i think that's the key to how we evolve as a society as people and just become more aware of all our blind spots and there's no way we can all be aware of everything at the same time and also it's a process spectrum i guess um so yeah i think that's that's important and i i feel horrible that these teenagers are doing these things but i also like pity them a little bit because that shit is going to be stuck on their you know profile or whatever i think that would both a a beautiful little concept that you expressed and Way too serious for our weekly what the fuck. We need to, we need to lighten up. Okay? No, we get into real we shit, We need David. to get back to that silly season shit. <laughs> where... Silly season is over. It's September tomorrow. Okay. It's done. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll see. Uh-huh. On our next episode. Okay. Well, I guess we're saying observe goodbye. Observe and retort. Thank you for listening. <laughs> see you next week. Goodbye.